0: Welcome to Crystal Clear Finances, where we understand finances can be confusing, but you don't have to face it alone, and you can have confidence for every financial decision. My name is Crystal Langdon. I'm a certified financial planner, certified kingdom advisor, fiduciary, founder of Crystal Clear Finances, and your host for the next 30 minutes. And if you've been listening to us for the past two weeks, you know we're doing a series on... I'm losing money, am I paying my advisor to lose it? (laughs) So many times we look at our financial statements and we can say, hmm, I've lost money, I can see the advisor fee, Uh, why am I doing this? When we begin to understand what a financial advisor should be bringing to the table, then we can begin to realize, oh, wait a minute. It's not just based upon what the rate of return is this year. It's the big picture. What is the advice and the guidance that I'm getting on a comprehensive level? Are they going to help me reach my goals? And you know what? Somewhere along the way, when you're doing a financial plan, There are going to be down years. But again, if you have a plan, if you're working with an advisor that you trust and that you know is walking you through the process, then you should be at least easy to say, oh, take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. Now, one of the things we've been doing over the past few weeks, and we're going to do it again today and we'll probably talk about it next week, is we've been talking about the four ways that you can evaluate a financial advisor. We've talked about in the first two weeks the importance of having experience and understanding the credentials that they carry. It is not enough, in my opinion, for someone to just pass a test, check some boxes, study for three months, and then run the finances for your life. We want people that have experience, people that have been through down markets and up markets, sideway markets, that have actually helped people go into retirement, who have taken them from the time they first walked in their office to the time where you sit across the table from them and they cry and they say, oh my gosh, Crystal, I- I'm a millionaire. I-, I can transition into the next season where you counsel clients and help them as they're struggling to move into retirement. And you're going through those five seasons and cycles of retirement so they understand what to expect. You want people with experience, advisors with experience, who know how the whole gamut works and can walk you through wherever you are at. And that's why the first area we say is look to see the experience and the credentials that they carry. Now, the second area besides experience and credentials is there has to be accountability. And we're gonna focus a lot on that today because you can say all that you want and if you're not licensed, you don't have to get in trouble. You can promise the moon, you can promise a bridge, you can do whatever and tell them what they should be doing with their finances. But if there's nobody that's accountable, that they're not accountable to someone, then how do you know what you're getting is good for you? Even from a fiduciary standpoint, are they giving you good advice? the third area besides remember we want experience and credentials we want to make sure there's accountability the third area is philosophy your advisor believes something about money you believe something about money you may not know what it is (laughs) but everybody has an opinion and what happens is when we believe those opinions then we give advice from those opinions So, when you're working with a financial advisor and they have a belief system in how money works, they're going to give you advice from that belief system the way they believe they're going to advise you the same. So, it's important that you understand what their belief system is so you can be in alignment with them or you can run away really fast. It depends on where they're coming from, but you need to know that. And then the fourth way that we ask you to look when you're evaluating a financial advisor is the process. You can have all this head knowledge. You can know all these different things, but if you don't know how to be able to articulate it, to bring a client through a 10-step process, to bring them from point A to point B, then a lot of this gets lost. You know, and it's not just how the client process goes. It's understanding how the market cycle process and investment processes and insurances processes. You get the drift, right? All those are a part of it. Those four areas of what we're focusing on. Two weeks we focused on it. We'll focus it on this week. Probably two more weeks because I believe it's so important that we begin to understand who these advisors are. They're speaking into your life. They're giving you counsel that will impact your children and could possibly impact your children's children. It could impact what their retirement looks like, all the different components. So it's very important when you say, I'm going to align myself with a financial advisor, don't just look at your statement to decide if they're the right one. Make sure that you're in alignment in the other areas as well. Well, let's jump in. I want to finish up on that first point. I just want to make one quick point. I know we've talked about experience. I've given my background on there. I know we've talked about credentials. But I did receive a question that said, Crystal, what is a certified uh, financial fiduciary? What do they even have to do to become that? Well, when you look at it, a certified financial fiduciary has to have 10 years of experience in the financial industry they have to have a background check which is always a good thing and then there's usually a test that they have to take right so that they can know that they are acting in your best interest now in my opinion a financial fiduciary certified or not should always be acting in your best interest a lot of times i don't understand why there are financial coaches or money coaches out there that aren't. In fact, let me just, and then I'll put this to rest. We'll go on to the next point. I was Googling, right? That's what all this ruffling of papers are. And I saw this one thing, it says, become a financial coach, forget advising, coach instead. Well, first of all, let's kind of break this down. Why would we want to forget advising? Because usually, just saying, when you're a financial advisor, many times there has to be accountability. There has to be supervision. But if you're coaching someone, where is the supervision? Where is the legal ramifications of what you're saying? This goes back to me when I talk about credentials, and it's a perfect segue into talking about the need for accountability. When people feel free to just say anything and there's no repercussions, to me, that's dangerous. Perfect example. Have you ever been in a Facebook fight? Ay vey, it's like all of a sudden, they have this superpower and they can tap so quickly and they can send you all these messages, why? Because you don't know who they are or where they are and nothing bad can happen. Well, probably won't happen, right? So they can call names, they can give advice, they can do whatever they want on that Facebook world without repercussions, real repercussions. We all know that that's not fair, right? That that's just not the way it should work. I don't think it should work that way in the finances either. If someone is giving you financial advice, one of the first things I do when someone gives me financial advice and you might say, you've been a certified financial planner and you've been in this industry for 24 years. Yes, I have people that give me financial advice because while I manage multi, multi millions of dollars, there's going to come a day. When I'm gonna manage multi, multi billions of dollars. So I let the billionaires counsel me and then I counsel the millionaires and it trickles down. But the first thing I look at when someone's speaking into my life is where's the fruit? Where's the fruit? If it's my buddy and my buddy doesn't have the same amount of money as me, maybe they're in debt and my buddy's counseling me to get out of debt and I'm already out of debt. You see how there's a disconnect there? People can only share and teach and counsel. They should do it from the level that they're at, and there needs to be accountability with it. Let me say that a better way. We have someone that's a mentor for marriage. They, I love their marriage. That is spot on. I wanna take their counsel because I want my marriage to look like that. I have people that give me council on fitness. I look to see what they do. I have a friend who's 62 not jealous hashtag who just ran a half marathon with her son in two hours and 14 minutes. Hashtag Jonna. Awesome. Right? So when she tells me to get out of bed and meet her at five o'clock, cause we're going running every morning, I do it. Cause I want the results that she has. I want to run marathons with my son. So if I would do that in different areas of my life, why wouldn't I do that in financial areas? Now here's the hard part. In financial areas, it's not like you can walk into a financial advisor and say, Hey, show me your finances. Oh, wow. That's really good. Yes. You can be my financial advisor. And here's the other thing. You can't go by what they wear, what they drive. Because that can be an illusion too. And I want to stress that so strong because it's not a fake it till you make it type of thing. We need to have advisors that are really living it. If you were with us just two weeks ago when we talked about certified financial planners and we talked about certified kingdom advisors, I shared about the fact that when I applied for the designation, I had to show my tax returns, not just for one year, For two years, I had to show them like, look, this is really what I do. Yep, this is really how much I give away. Yep, here's my credit score. Yep, here, I'm debt-free. I had to show all of that. And then every year I have to sign a certification saying, yeah, still the same, nothing's changed. I haven't gotten into debt. I'm still a tither. I'm still having impact in my community because I'm putting myself into a, a place of accountability. Individuals can't come into a financial advisor and ask for that. So how do they check? Well, that's where I would go and check. Are they a certified kingdom advisor? Do have, they put themselves in submission to someone who's going to watch over them. I'm okay. Letting Ron blue look and, and kingdom advisors look at my finances, seeing as they have multi billions of dollars. I'm okay. I can receive counsel from them, certified financial planner. That's a good designation, again, when you talk about accountability. Certified financial planners, mean, if you mess up, let's say that you get a DWI. No, I don't have a DWI. But let's say that someone had a CFP designation and gets drunk and is driving. Do you know they'll lose that CFP? Do you know if there's criminal activity or things are filed against them? There's disciplinary actions that there are things that actually can be done. But that's because the individual, the financial advisor, has placed themselves under authority of the CFP and the Certified Kingdom Advisor to say, I'm okay that you're watching me because I want my clients to know I too am a person under authority and that I am clean and they're watching to make sure. Now, unfortunately, in this world, There are a lot of things like Bernie Madoff and other individuals. I think of uh, someone who was just sentenced recently to seven years in prison because of a Ponzi scheme they did. There's a lot of uh, mistrust. There's a lot of dishonest work in here. And what happens is there's so many different financial advisors out there. To watch them all is very hard. So what's the level of accountability? How does this work? Well, I hope I'm not boring you, but let me explain how this works. You have the SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, and their job is to see all, make sure all the advisors in the United States are not misleading and are doing what they need to for their clients. However, there's a whole bunch of us, so they can't do it that way. So they set up a structure, a hierarchy, and said, we're gonna be at the top of the hierarchy, hashtag shocker, so they're up there, and then underneath it, they have two. They have a branch where you can say, "Here is a registered investment advisory firm," and what they're going to do is they're going to watch that registered investment advisory firm. We call it an RIA, and they're going to make sure that they audit that RIA all the time. Right? Every year, they're going to go. My registered investment advisory firm is Alpha Star Capital Management. So the SEC. Every year, knocks on Alpha Star's door and says, It's time for your annual review. And then they go through and they pick out advisors that the Alpha Star is overseeing, and then they audit those and they make sure that Alpha Star's doing their job. Now, does that mean that some don't slip through the cracks? There are some that slip through the cracks, right? There's some bad apples that are out there, but if people will begin putting themselves Underneath an RIA or a broker dealer, knowing that the SEC or FINRA is going to watch over the big broker dealers and RIAs, and then those are going to watch over the people, then we can look at this and say, for accountability, would I rather have a money coach who has no accountability to FINRA or the SEC, to Kingdom Advisors? or to the Certified Financial Planning Board, or do I wanna work with someone who says, you know what, I know this is a litigious society. I know that people sue for no reason at all. I know that it's hard in this area, but I also know God wants financial freedom for his people, so I will navigate the red tape and walk through this, and I will put myself under authority through the SEC, my RIA, Certified Financial Planner, and the Certified Kingdom Advisor. I would encourage you as we come to the conclusion of point two, which is making sure there's accountability, is to look at the track, not just the track record, but look who they report to. People can look good. They can drive fancy cars. They can talk the talk. But I always wonder when someone doesn't want to go the extra mile and make themselves accountable. That becomes dangerous when you have someone who will give no, will not be accountable to anyone, but yet still wants to tell everyone what to do. So that would be my caution there. Let's quick take a 60-second break, and then we'll be back with more crystal clear finances. Tic-tac-toe, three in a row. Did you win or lose the first time you played? This is Crystal Langdon with today's Financial Gem. When you don't know the rules of the game, it's easy to end up on the losing side. But once you understand the rules, you can play more efficiently. Finances are the same. It has rules, and those who understand them benefit, and those who don't, unfortunately, they seem to miss out on getting three in a row. Take time to learn the rules of finances. Understand what works, what doesn't, and why. Call Crystal Clear Finances at 518-433-7181 and gain confidence for every financial decision. You can win at finances. back with more crystal clear finances. It is such a pleasure to be here with you. It's hard to believe that it's been over 24 years. Oh my word. I don't feel that old. Hopefully you don't feel that old either. If you've been with me all these years, I just so appreciate you. I think of this as we are in Thanksgiving and Christmas season. And I thought about the message that was preached yesterday at church or the other day at church, I should say about being thankful for everything. And I am just so grateful for each and every one of you, whether you are a client at Crystal Clear Finances or not, the fact that you are taking time to learn about finances, to gather that information, to equip yourself when you take those steps, then you'll be able to grow and just one door after another door opens to you. And I am so excited to play a small role in that for you. Now, before the break, we were talking about the fact that we need to have accountability. It's not right that you get to have all the fun and no, no responsibility to go with it. And so we have encouraged you to make sure when you're talking to a financial advisor, when you're interviewing them, ask them, what is the accountability? What's the chain of command? Now, with that being said, I wanna move on to our third point. Remember we said we always wanna know for a financial advisor what is their experience what's their credentials that's very important right we also want to make sure there's accountability because we what we don't want is people just coming in giving financial advice without any responsibility because there could be negative repercussions the third area is understanding the philosophy when you're meeting with an advisor. Now, whenever we're meeting with a new client, they come in and of course we have Carmi at the front desk. If you haven't met her, you're gonna love her. She just chats with you and then gives you fresh coffee and we have a little goodies bag uh, where you can have snacks and then she brings you into my office or you'll be meeting with my son, George V, who we lovingly call five. So once you're sitting down with us, yes, we wanna take time to get to know you. That's the first thing. We're gonna ask you all these questions, try to get to know what's driving you, what made you pick up the phone and come to our office. But then it shifts and we say, thank you so much for sharing with us. Can we take a few moments to tell you what we do and why? To me, that's so important because that's your chance. That's your chance to interview us. It's your chance to say, huh, I want to hear how they think and see if they're the right one. Remember, when you go to interview a financial advisor, you don't have to work with them. You're allowed to say, "Hmm, thanks, no thanks, right? This is your future, and you want to make sure their thought process lines up with you. So one of the things that we do is we begin to walk through our three, two, one philosophy because we strongly believe that it's more important or I should say just as important to help our clients become more efficient with their resources, to help them stop losing that money unknowingly and unnecessarily than just focusing on how can I pick you a winner? So we do that through our philosophy. And I wanna take a moment just to talk about that right now, just briefly, because I believe that finances, I think, I think they intentionally make it confusing. As a certified financial planner, learning all the things that, that's out there, are you crazy? It's just, where do they come up with this stuff? And the words they choose and the definitions they choose and what X plus Y equals WMIP, I don't know. So what we said is, why don't we break it down as simply as possible? Why don't we make it crystal clear? We know that there needs to be savings. Now, when we're talking about savings, we're not talking about just a couple months living expense at your local bank. We're not even talking about maybe something that you have in your mattress. When we talk about savings, We're talking about where can we build money that you have access to, that you can touch when the market's down so you don't have to sell your investments at a loss. So we are looking as part of a financial plan. I know that technically nothing's safe, but I know that we can take things that are outside of the market and put them someplace else so that it doesn't have market risk. Now, do we need to make sure that it's positioned properly so you don't have to worry about purchasing power risk, that it's not sitting in a bank getting point nothing? Though lately, some of the CDs out there, it's starting to creep up, it's a good thing. But we believe one of the components of a financial plan is our green tank. And if you've been with us, you know that we have this beautiful picture we use, kind of looks like a plumbing schematic, but it shows that we need to have safe money. Second thing that we believe is that there's investments. And again, when we talk about investments, it's so important to understand whoever you're using as an advisor. Is our, do they believe just in the stock market investments? In our case, we believe in real estate. We believe in owning your own business. We believe in creating things, inventions. We believe in alternative investments. We believe in a wide variety that can fit in that yellow, cautious tank of investments. And we want to make sure that, yes, you have safe money or money that's positioned outside of the market. That's a better way to say it. So that when your investments go down, you have someplace you can pull the resources from. And the third area in a financial plan is we believe there needs to be proper protection. Unfortunately, we live in a litigious society. If people think they can get something for nothing, sometimes they try to take that route. They try to take what's not theirs. They're trained to do it. And what we need to do is say, wait a minute, let's put the proper protection in place, whether it's an umbrella policy, well, whether it's a will, health care proxy, power of attorney, whether it's making sure we have life insurance. So if one of you passes away, your spouse and children will have the resources to continue on. Maybe it's disability, long-term health care, all these different options that are there. That comes under protection. See, that's our three in our three, two, one. Right, three components, savings, investments, and protection. So what's the two in the three, two, one? Well, the two is that we have two core beliefs. We believe that taxes, they're probably going to increase. Now, are they guaranteed to increase? No. Do I want them to increase? Absolutely not. But when I give advice, I tend to, and this is the lens I look through, so I'm just being upfront with you. I look at it as how do I help you save money on taxes? Oh, probably not today, right? I'll pay the taxes today in the hopes that in the future, when things may get a little bit more ugly, you don't have to pay taxes then. So I give advice based on tax free strategies. How do we position you to pay the least amount of taxes, especially in the future? The other part of the three, two, one, first belief is that I believe taxes will probably go up. Second one is, I think the market will probably always be volatile, hashtag shocker, I know. (laughs) But the truth of the matter is when we're thinking about the market, we need the market to go through its processes because it gets overinflated. You have investments that jump on the stock market circle that have no business getting there. But because everything looks good, you know the drill, All boats rise, right? So now it looks wonderful. People are making money off of something that they shouldn't be making money off of. So we need the cycle to go through so that all the water can go down. We get rid of the boats or the stocks or whatever metaphor you want to use, clean it up. Now let's go back up to the top again. Things are good. All of a sudden you have investments coming in that shouldn't be there. And we go through this cycle. When we go through this, my belief that the market will always be volatile, that is okay because we can take intentional, calculated risk. If we know that we don't have every penny we have in the stock market, we have other places where we can access if the stock market goes down, then we can take calculated risk, and that's a belief that I have. And then when we talk about the 321, right? 3 areas Savings, investments, and protection. Two beliefs, I believe that the taxes will probably always increase and the market will probably always be volatile. These are just personal beliefs, can't guarantee it, don't want to guarantee it. The last one I would like to see is the ultimate goal is to help you be able to have the same lifestyle you have now or better in retirement adjusted for inflation. That's what I see. Three places, two beliefs, one goal. How do I help you have this goal Uh, in retirement? How do I help you be able to have time with your grandbabies? How do I help you position for the right job? How do I help you in all these different areas? The number one goal is to help you get these goals completed so that you can enter into retirement the same lifestyle you have today or better, adjusted for inflation. Now, is that something that we can guarantee? No, but we are going to align ourselves with the thought processes and goals that you have. Now, why am I sharing this? And there's so many other areas that I can be sharing on our philosophy and we will next week, but here's the key to walk away on this part. We need to understand that when it comes to the philosophy, that's going to drive your advisor. I know, I'm always looking, what's cutting edge on making sure my clients are paying the least amount of taxes? What's going on here in the investment realm? So I can advise that way. Ask your advisor, what's your philosophy when it comes to investing? What's their philosophy when it comes to savings? What's their philosophy when it comes to the type of protection that needs to be put in place? When you know that, then you can, whew, Breathe a sigh of relief, or you can say, hmm, I didn't realize that. It's time to change advisors. And that's not what this talk is about. I'm hopeful that you have a strong relationship with your advisor. What I'm hoping is those who don't have advisors will say, hey, I need to get one. And you go begin the search of finding one that's right for you. It may not be me. I'm faith-based, and you can probably tell it every time you listen to me. And I'm okay with that. I know the ones that are supposed to be with me. Find who you're supposed to be with. And if by chance you say, Crystal, I think it's you, then give our office a call at 518-433-7181 and schedule a free initial consultation. And then join us again next week as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Thank you and God bless. This program is for educational purposes only. We understand that finances are complex. Facing them alone causes stress, resulting in wrong choices, missing out on opportunities, and having to settle for a lower standard of living. At Crystal Clear Finances, our team approach focuses on providing clarity and confidence so you can make the right financial decisions. Investment advisory and financial planning services are offered through AlphaStar Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Clear Finances and AlphaStar are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.